Welcome to the Meg Talk Podcast. Good hair, good business, and good vibes. Let's roll. Welcome to podcast number dos. Um, Kristen made us these really delicious. What are they? They are sorbet mimosas. That's a rabbit. <laughs> They're yummy. They're raspberry sorbet. It's a rabbit. It's a rabbit sorbet. I love you so much. So Kristen is also my bestie. So we're going to probably laugh a lot. And we hope you do too. TJ's over there rolling his eyes at us right now. Um, but this week, we're going to be talking about the sweet life. Because one of our locations, the Sweets at Wildflower, obviously has sweets in it. And Kristen, you've been... <laughs> why are you laughing? You've been with us from the beginning. Yes. Um, and so it's been actually really kind of cool to see you grow. And now you're in a you're in a freaking sweet, man. I know. I was so excited when you guys got the sweets. I remember. I made a whole post about it. And I was like, I'm so proud of you guys. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I was excited <laughs> I, about it. That, that was a... Wow, we went through a lot mm-hmm. for the renovation and everything. Anyways, when um, actually, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I've been doing hair for six years, just about, and I have a son. He's nine years old, and he's my world. But at work, I feel like in the hair industry, I've been at every step of the way up until this point, which is kind of cool. I actually wouldn't have it any other way. Um, but yeah. Every step of the way. Every step of the way. I met you when we were working at Elena Costa. Yeah. Um, and what was <laughs> what was your what were you doing at Elena Costa? I was assisting. You were assisting, but mm-hmm. I feel like nobody knows this because you were assisting Emily. Yeah. And you were already working. You were on a floor mm-hmm. before you decided to like take a step back and assist again. Yep. Why did you decide that? Um, because I was, I assisted for a little bit, um, at another salon and they put me on the floor and I was so appreciative of that and I was ready for it. But then I wanted to go to Elena Costa and get my foot in the door. And I knew the best way to do that was then to step back and be an assistant again and also learn more of the trends because you come out of school knowing the science, the anatomy, the color theory all of that but techniques I needed to learn more of so I was like you know what I'm not going to be too big for my riches and actually step back and assist again and learn and not worry about going full steam ahead and just soak in like you know everything I could well I feel like that was very wise of you because not a lot of stylists would do that I feel like we fake it till we make it (laughs) that's what I did yeah (laughs) which I don't think was really that wise (laughs) I feel like I could have got to where I'm at now quicker but that's okay everything happens for a reason yeah um so I want to touch base on the first time we met which was in the back room at Elena Costa mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the scene Kristen walks in and she has this like super cute dress on and she's like taking a drink of her water and you can tell the rest okay you guys I have to preface this I before I came to Elena Costa someone I will not mention any names but someone told me Am I allowed to say bad words on this? TJ? Okay, I won't. So, <laughs> um, I was told that if anyone was going to be a bee in the salon, it would be Megan and Colby. <laughs> but so, 
I was Mm-mm. terrified to meet them because I'm thinking these girls are out to get me. They're going to be mean to me. I am. I, I just, yeah, I was nervous. So then I'm standing there drinking my water as a little assistant. And Megan and Colby happened to be sitting on the couch together. I don't think there was any space between them. So they literally are just sitting there. And Megan goes, I really like your dress. And okay. But in my mind, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, she's triggered me. Like she's got her eye on me and she's about to fire. And so I just said, you think I said it in a snotty way. You did. I just said, thanks. And then walked away. She sure did not say it like that. This joker, I was like, I really like that dress. And she, like, is in the middle of taking a sip. And I swear, she, like, looks me up and down. She's like, thanks. And walks out of the room. And Colby and I just kind of looked at each other like, well, okay, then. No. No. Okay. I was terrified for my life. And I was like, they spotted me. They're aiming. They're about to fire. I need to leave. I And I remember now, you know, when we first got really close um, having this conversation, and the stylist who told you that, I've never met. Did I? I don't think I've ever met no, her. I don't no. know her. I don't I follow her on Instagram. Has, yeah. So, like, for her to go tell Kristen that, I just was like, are you kidding me? My jaw was on the floor. And also, I don't compliment people if I, like, really – I'm not well, going to give you a compliment now, if I don't but mean it. All I knew then was if there's a bee in the salon, it's them. And they both were staring right at me. We were being respectful. We were looking at you. We were engaging eye contact. Yeah, well. We were smiling. No. (laughs) I had to scurry away quick. Oh, my gosh. So at what point did you realize that we were not what people were saying that we were? Very quickly after that. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't. I never experienced that in real life. I just was told that. So you started there. You had your guard up already. Yes. And then the second after that, when I actually got to interact with you guys, I no longer felt that way. Well, good. Yeah. I, I, so I posted something on my Instagram this week, and it was something along the lines of, like, um, if someone tells you you're intimidating, right, it's not your problem, it's their problem, that they feel intimidated by you. Uh-huh. And that, like, stuck with me because I feel like everybody tells me I'm intimidating, like, the first time they meet me. Yeah. And my husband's like, well, it's your face, Megan. <laughs> but, like... I'm not meaning for it to be my face. I remember when we were working on Elena Costa, the first week they passed out letters to everybody of like <laughs> things that we needed to work on. Um, and I'm, I, not that I like confrontation, but like I feel like you can just come up to me and tell me that like I need to fix something. Yeah. Um, but a letter to me is like so passive aggressive. And I think it was like, you need to smile more. Yeah, I mean, so, we all have RBF when we're doing hair. Yeah. If you scan by my room for social media and you don't let me know ahead of time, I look so angry. Oh, my gosh. Jaden did that today. <laughs> and mean. <laughs> I think all of us have RBF, but. But we're nice just because we our faces. But, yeah, I feel like every woman has that. Yeah. Plus, we're thinking about a zillion things when we're blow drying hair. Oh, a zillion. I'm thinking what about thinking my grocery about? list, my <laughs> pickup order I have later, like if Landon has a game. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm thinking about how hungry I am, like, and that, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like. I think I'm just thinking about, like, oh, my God, I'm so hot. Am I sweating? Oh, yeah, my hair is probably frizzing so mm-hmm. bad right now. Just don't look in the mirror at all today, Megan, because, yeah. like, your makeup's just going to be running. Yeah. What was the point of putting mascara on? There really is no point. No point. Mm-mm. That's why we go to Danielle and get lashes. <laughs> 
Hashtag Moxie Beauty. (laughs) Thanks, Danielle. She's the best. She is the best. Okay, so let's talk about your suite. Yes. Right? At what point was there, like, an aha moment where you're like, you know what? This. This is what I need in the next chapter of salon life. Um, The second you guys told me that you bought a second location and that you were going to make it into suites, I didn't even have a question in my mind that I wanted a suite. And I feel like every step of the way on my journey of my career, I've had a piece about every next step. And I, just, I don't know. You guys said you were opening it. And I said, cool. I'm going to – I want a suite. <laughs> I'm there right now. Yeah. That's just – it felt right. That's what I, I knew I wanted. I actually don't know anybody that has a suite at that time. I didn't know anyone. I didn't either. So it kind of wasn't really in Florida. And on Instagram, it was in other states, but I didn't really see it here. Mm-mm. And so I didn't know anyone that had a suite. But I knew the second you guys said that, that – I wanted a suite. So you were down and just clicked with your soul. Yeah, I did. I love that. Okay. So you went from assisting. Where did you go after that? Um, okay, so I went from assisting to on the floor, back to assisting. <laughs> <laughs> then I went kind of booth rent, but it was a very lenient booth rent. It was kind of sh- like if I made more in commission that week versus, mm. you know what I mean? Like I think that's a really nice way to start out. It was great. Mm. It was what I needed while I was building. And actually when I was doing that, you were on maternity leave. Yes. So mm-hmm. I gave you all my people. Actually, my it client was, today was like, um, when we were talking about the podcast, she goes, oh, my gosh, I love Kristen. She did so good when you were on maternity leave. I don't know leave. who you are, but I love you, too. <laughs> so thanks for taking care of my clients. Um, Samantha. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, you, Samantha. You made a, an impact on her. She remembers Aww. you. Yeah. No, but it was so nice because you and Colby were both on maternity leave. And so even though I knew I wasn't going to retain those clients, I was totally okay with it because it was – allowing me to have models for pictures to mm-hmm. fill up my Instagram page. Yeah. And that's all I focused on. Well, and I think, too, it's pretty net. Like, we trusted you, yeah. you know what I mean, to to take on our people, too. Because you don't just send your, your clients to anybody, right? You send them to no. people who you know their hair is going to be still on their head when they when you return <laughs> from thanks. maternity leave. So thanks for doing that. Thanks. Um, okay. So what was the biggest, I don't know, thing that were you scared about anything coming into a suite? No. Because, wow. again, I had a piece about it. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't actually know where that came from. It could have been a very naive piece. <laughs> I'm going to say God. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to say that, too. Yeah. But because <laughs> there's no other explanation for it. Because I wasn't scared of anything. It is more expensive to be in a suite, obviously. Mm-hmm. You have your own space that you're paying for that not everyone has. And so, but I wasn't worried about it. Because I just knew that that's where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's what I wanted to offer my clients, too. So let's talk about more of that. Mm-hmm. What do you get to offer your clients? What are the amenities when you're in suite rental? Um, so I have obviously snacks and drinks and all the complimentary things that they can have while they're in there. But also my clients love the the piece of it in there and the fact that they feel part of the salon, but also like they have their own private little haven within the salon. Yeah. Um, we also have sliding barn doors on ours. So I have a lot of new moms, and if they need to pump or they need to do whatever during their uh, appointment, yeah. we slide the door shut, and you know they they feel comfortable enough to pump under their cape and things like that. So that's not something I could offer on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also can carry my own retail line, which is nice. Um, yeah, and you obviously can't do that if you're on the floor somewhere. No, so. which Sam and I touched base on products last week. But how important mm-hmm. is a product line for you? So. I didn't actually get a product line right away because I was very picky about what I was putting in there because to me, my clients are looking to me for my genuine advice 
and they are wanting you know, my expertise and I wanted to have a product line that I believed in. Mm-hmm. Um, plus I knew Kevin Murphy was already on the floor here in the salon um, and I do have clients that use Kevin Murphy as well. Yeah. So I felt good about that and then um, so I had been researching virtue for a while and um, Jay Edwards, who I look up to so much in this we industry. We love Jay Edwards. Jay Edwards is the goat. Um, <laughs> so I knew he used it in his salons. And I'm thinking, he has like six plus salons in mm-hmm. Australia. And that's the line he's choosing to use. And it's made and distributed here. So he's paying oh, that's international really cool. to like know that. Mm-hmm, to get it there. Wow. So then uh, we went to a Jay Edwards class. When was that? A long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Last year sometime. Yeah, something. Um, Feels like forever ago. And after the class, I was messaging him about Virtue and asking just questions about it. And he really was like, yeah, that's the best thing you can put in your mm-hmm. suite. So, Well, I also feel like it's in lots of magazines right now, it too. It is. It's in Allure. It's in Bazaar. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Jennifer Garner is a huge spokesperson for them. And I feel like she's a real person. Like, you know, there's some uh, yeah. celebrities that you're like, okay. Like, you know they're not using Suave <laughs> or, like, nice and easy for their grades. No. They're not. They might no. say they are, but pff, yeah, yeah, right. No. I feel like Jennifer Garner is a real one, so. Yeah. Well, if she uses it, so should you. Yes. Um, which, I don't know what you you sprayed today, and I was like, mm-hmm. holy crap, that, that was dry so shampoo. good. It smells so clean and good. Yeah. I was like, can I just spray that all over my body? <laughs> Thank you. you. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you feel like? As far as your finances go, all right, what mm-hmm. would you tell a stylist who is, like, on the fence of, you know what, I really want to make the leap to obtaining my own suite, but mm-hmm. I'm real scared, and I don't know what that looks like? I would say you can be scared, but do it scared. Oh, um, I like that. Do it scared. Yeah, because I'm not going to say there's some magical answer no. to make you not, you know, scared anymore, but mm-hmm. just do it scared. As long as you know your work ethic is there, that you have a clientele established um, because if you're retaining a proper clientele, they're going to be there for you no matter what. Yeah. Um, and even if you, you lose a few with, you know. Which you will. Yeah. We talked about that last week too. Yeah. The last episode too is that anywhere you go, if you're a stylist and you like to move around a lot, it's going to be so hard for you to retain clientele. Yeah. Like you got to stay. Moving around a lot is not good. No. To me, as a client, I would see that person as flighty. Yeah. And that's not. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Um, but I would say as long as you have a good clientele, um, you have good retention on your clientele, um, you are going to have more expenses. And it's definitely more paperwork than you realize. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Thanks gosh, to Shelton, Tona, Blue <laughs> County. Um, yeah. There's a lot. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of stuff yeah. to do. But you kind of, after you get the initial stuff done, you get a flow in and it just, it kind of, I don't want to yeah. say automatically renews, but all the paperwork that you fill out beforehand, mm-hmm. when you have to renew it again, it, it is easier yeah. for sure. But mm-hmm. one thing I do like about our salon is um, we kind of hold hands through the mm-hmm. whole entire process. Yeah, because um, yeah, I have to renew all the same things, not just for the salon, but for my own personal business. Mm-hmm. And you sent a mass text out to everybody mm-hmm. saying, I forget what was. It was a couple due. weeks ago, and I just sent it to everyone like, hey, don't forget, uh, Lucia County and South Daytona business tax is mm-hmm. due by September 30th. Just trying to save you some money on your late fees. Yeah. But. We love that. Yeah. Honestly, I I want to talk about the morale of our salon, too, because I feel like I've never worked at a salon that's so chill. No, never. Uh, and honestly, both locations. We don't have any drama. And mm-hmm. I feel like here, everyone 
because it is an independent location. Everyone comes and goes as they please, and it's really nice. Colby and I are not down anybody's backs about, no. you know, where are you going? When are you going to be back? When mm-hmm. you're not, you know, we, we've got our own stuff to worry about. So as long as you're paying rent and your vacation time is, like, accounted for and yep. you're not starting drama, like, we don't really, we're out of your business mm-hmm. and you do your thing and we'll hang out at team nights and have fun and make memories and laugh and, yep. and work hard and make money. Mm-hmm. So it's been really fun to... Um, I don't know, have salons that are just really nice and easygoing and mm-hmm. drama-free. It hasn't always been that way. No. Um, and I would say... I it took some pruning to get it there. Did. It did. It but, took a lot of pruning. But, the, you know, they say your vibe attracts your tribe or whatever oh, like it is. That. Yeah. And I feel like that attributes a lot to you and Colby. And yeah. the environment you guys were cultivating, it was important to you guys to have... Like, you guys started the first location saying, I just want to do hair next to my friends. Mm -hmm. And your friend group grew. And I feel like we all genuinely are friends here. And even though there's, what, 20 of us? Uh, Yeah. Between both locations? yeah. We are all different personalities, all different styles and walks of life and everything. But we all just get along because it is so important to all of us to have a peaceful and just creative Mm -hmm. environment, drama-free. Well, and I think one of my favorite things, too, is every time that I come out on the floor, everyone is so, like, encouraging to one another. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if, if Paige is doing something really pretty, mm-hmm. we're all like, oh, my gosh, Paige, that looks yeah. so good. Or if Lindsay just rocked a guy's cut and mm-hmm. it looks stellar because yeah. nobody likes doing men's cuts. <laughs> you have a couple, but we're like, oh, my gosh, girl, yeah. that fade looks so good. Yeah. And being around that encouraging, encouraging environment mm-hmm. helps your creativeness. And it just, yeah. I don't know, it's just nice to be around. And it, I feel like it helps to facilitate um, – just an easygoing way of life. Well, we're not in competition with each other. No. Ooh, I hate None of us feel. Like, if sometimes Paige will be like, hey, I can't do this client next week. Can you do them? Like, none of us Mm-mm. feel in competition with each other at all. Yeah. We're more, like, support for each other, actually. I think that's beautiful. And also, I- I'm happy because I feel like it's the same about the company location, which I feel like when we're doing um, – Commission, mm-hmm. at least the commission style or commission salons I was in, it was very competitive. Like we would see everybody's total for the day. Yeah. Um, ew. And I was That's like, well, weird. I'm not, I don't work as many days as this person. No. And so I'm not going to make the same amount of money as this person mm-hmm. is. We don't do any of that stuff. Like, no. we're going to set, honestly, we're going to hit goals. We're going to set goals. We're going to hit them and it's going to be great. And we're going to yeah. cheer you on while you do it. Your service totals don't dictate how successful you no. are. Though. You could have had a great day establishing relationships with clientele that mm-hmm. day that you're going to retain in the future. And then that person that's flying through their services, who's not going to retain that day. Like that does not determine success whatsoever. It doesn't. No. So we don't do any of that. And mm-hmm. I'm honestly, it really is nice just to come in, do your job, laugh a little bit with your yep. with the other stylists that work with you, and then leave your problems in the salon and go home. Yep. It's, it's really nice. Exactly. Okay. Well, so we got a little off topic there, but that's okay. Oh, um, I don't know. Well, sweets, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Because I know we have... The Phoenix Suites that are, like, right, I don't know, four miles up the road from us. Yeah. And theirs is a little different. So mm-hmm. why why stay at the Suites at Wildflower versus going to a different suite? Because I, from what I know, I'm not going to speak from experience because I've never been there, but from what I know, you are very much on your own when you are there. Which I think is um, good for some people. Yeah. If you don't like to be on people at all then sure yeah but they have their um shampoo bowls and everything in their room mm-hmm. here we don't we have a shampoo room so I'm still pulling my client from my suite 
going out onto the floor in the shampoo room. But my clients like that because they like to hear the conversation and they like to see my interaction with other stylists because Mm -hmm. our clients feel our vibe with the stylists that we work with. And when they see that we all are just having fun and, you know, there's no drama and nothing like that, they love that. It makes them feel excited to come here. And I don't know. Mm. I've just heard that from them, that they love to see our relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. Well, and I feel like that's a vibe. Yeah, it is. You know, and and people do feel when you come in, you can feel the atmosphere. And Mm -hmm. and you can tell if there's stuff going down Mm -hmm. or if so-and-so doesn't like so-and-so or whatever. I know. I kind of, um, just being real honest, whenever Phoenix opened up, I was like, oh, dang, like, their rooms are a little bit bigger because they have to accompany the shampoo area. And I was like, is that a more elevated experience? And and I'm sure that it, it is a nice experience there. Mm-hmm. Again, I've never been in and I've only seen pictures and I think it's great that mm-hmm. you can do the same thing. Decorate your room however you want to. I'm not sure of their amenities or anything like that. But I will say one thing that I like because right now I we have one suite available. And so I'm in it right now. And if any other stylists are thinking of being a suite renter, um, you want to make the leap, you can message me. Um, you can DM me on Instagram or um, contact me. It's right next to my suite, so you can be Yeah, you can be suite mates. <laughs> um, but I love being able to, like, turn my client as I'm blow drying them and see everybody on the floor. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just feel still of, like, a salon experience instead of isolated. Now, sometimes yeah. there are times to do that, that I do want to close the door and mm-hmm. just have like a serious conversation with my client if I'm yeah. feeling that's necessary. But I I do like being able to look at and see Randy bloated her pretty client or, yeah. you know, I love when our stylists turn their clients around and you can see their reaction mm-hmm. through the mirror. Yeah. Ugh, I love that I get to see that. Mm-hmm. My clients can <clears throat> see Jasmine and Kenzie's station completely through the mirror. So even when I have them facing forward to the mirror, they're looking kind of behind me and they're like, oh my gosh, those extensions are so pretty and blah. So I, but that's what I love about here um, is we have the choice of, we have both options. We are private and alone in our suite, but then also we are part of a community of stylists on the floor as well. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the best of both worlds. Um, I feel like we should do like a tour of your suite yeah. Um, obviously not right now because we're podcasting. But mm-hmm. at the suites, like this week, I feel like you should yeah. do a tour of all the fun things that you have that you can provide to your guests. Because yeah. I think that's super important. Um, I know one thing I really like about having a suite, too, is because um, I switch from both locations. Mm-hmm. And it's with renovation and everything. I know Colby will agree. It's hard to come into a different like a different station every time you come into work here yeah um like I just feel like yes the salon is ours and we can sit wherever we want and that's beautiful but having like a stationary space is just so important like Mm -hmm. it feels like all my stuff is here I know where everything is um so having a suite and being able to decorate it and have the ambience that you want um it just is able to I don't know speak who you are Mm -hmm. without speaking my clients say all the time that the number one word used for my suite is they say it's cozy and that makes my heart so happy because that's what I want them to feel like when they're in there I when I was decorating my suite I sat in my chair there was one day I sat in it for literally two hours um spinning slowly in a circle just Uh trying to picture where I wanted stuff Mm. I didn't want it to feel overwhelming or too crowded or and I wanted everything to feel warm and cozy so the fact that they tell me that it's cozy I feel like I got exactly what I was going for yeah so 
You did. You're, I love your suite. It, is, it has a good ambiance to it. Um, and I do think it's pretty cool when you walk through on both sides of the floors. You see everybody's personality yeah. just by how they decorate their suite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's just awesome. Yeah. So and let me look at my little notes mm-hmm. section. Um, we talked last episode about specializing. Yeah. And I had told Sam that I feel like from someone who is just fresh into the beauty industry, um, in my opinion, that specializing in one thing right away, mm-hmm. I don't feel like is the best way to go about no. being a successful hairstylist. Um, specifically, because I feel like Florida is full of blondes, and yeah. 99% of stylists coming out of hair school are like, I'm going to be a blonde mm-hmm. specialist. Yeah. But so is everybody else. Yeah. And I think that not, I'm not putting you down for being a blonde specialist. If that's truly what brings you joy, girl, do it. Yeah. But I would also say, like, try something else too. Like, how do you know that that's the only thing that you like to do Right. fresh out of school? I would say make sure you're well-rounded first too, especially yeah. if you're coming out of school. The best stylist to me is a well-rounded one first who then decides at some point to specialize in something. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I just think you're a better stylist that way. And because um, your blonde could throw you a curveball one day <laughs> and you need to know yeah. exactly how to handle that and what mm-hmm. to do. Um, I do specialize in a few things, but definitely one specializing just in one thing, I feel like your clientele is going to come a lot slower if yes. you're just targeting one audience. Well, and especially here, because again, I feel like everybody does blondes, yeah. which Florida mm-hmm. is full of blondes, so that's great. I'm sure there's enough blonde to go around for everybody. Yeah. But I feel like if I'm doing a blonde, you're doing a blonde, so is, mm-hmm. you know, Kenzie and Pete, everyone's doing blondes. Yeah. Why would that person just stick with me when right. there's four more right down the right down the mm-hmm. hallway from me, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know, I but you, you specialize in other things. I special. I love me some dimensional brunettes. Mm-hmm. Give me a dimensional brunette all day. Um, I do love my blondes too, but um, I also am a bridal specialist. Yes. And, um, I That's travel the answer on-site. I was waiting for. Yeah, I travel on site wherever you're getting married and do bridal hair, and I love it. I've literally been doing it since I was a kid, so. Since you were a kid, yeah. on Barbie? Yes. No. Barbie, yeah. And um, my mom did an in-home daycare growing up my entire childhood. So every morning I would have the kids in literally like a little assembly line and I would do style all of their hair. And when I, I didn't just brush it or whatever. I did like styles Stop on their hair. <laughs> yes. So on picture day and things like that for Aww. school, their parents would bring them to me. I was like eight and 10 years old. No They're like, Kristen, do her hair for pictures. So yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. I love what? that. You just learned something new about me? I know. Who am I? <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> but yeah, I love specializing in bridal hair. Just styling makes me happy. Um, I did a wedding with, with Kristen, the last wedding, I think. Um, I keep telling her every time I'm never doing weddings again. Until you're like, maybe I should. I know, just because you make really good money in one shot, and it's really great. Well, However, it's nice just to not be behind a chair all the time, too. Like, you're in a different atmosphere. Yes, that's yeah. good, but they're picky, man. Yeah, it's not for the faint of heart, let me tell you. I'm faint of heart. <laughs> and honestly, I haven't encountered many bridezillas. It's mom no, of brides. Yes. It's no, momzilla. the momzillas, but sometimes I feel like you have like the 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 bridesmaids. Oh, there's always too. a bridesmaidzilla as well. I there's remember, one. Uh, yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. There's always, always one, one, and they always end up in Megan's chair <laughs> every freaking time. All right, and, and I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy it because I, <laughs> I think the last time Kristen was just looking at me and she's like, "Breathe, it's 
Yeah. Okay. But I had to redo her hair. Megan's like eyebrows times. get higher and higher. <laughs> and my voice gets higher and higher. So you're like, mm-hmm, yeah. When Megan's mad or she's over your crap, she will get, her voice will be so high pitched mm-hmm. and she doesn't talk that way. She'll just be like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. we can do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was great. No. Is that the last wedding we did? No, the oh. last wedding we did, well, I'll get to that in a second, but it was like, um, I don't know. I think it was a, a bride that like I provided and you and Emily were helping at it. Oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah. and they were doing their wedding on the beach. Yes. And this lady who she was like an older when all the other bridesmaids were younger. Mm-hmm. And this was like years ago. And I'm sure they're not listening to this podcast. Anyways, <laughs> um, I legit did her hair like four different times. Yeah. And she kept going outside and she had to go put like chairs up on the beach know. and it was windy and I boss said musty, but I don't think I don't think that's <laughs> a proper term. No. Um, I don't know, hazy outside, so it's kind of yeah. windy and salty and whatever. Mm. Her hair fell, and so by the second time, I was like, "Please stop going outside." Yes, that like, is like my number one rule. No, do not walk outside. This is Florida. My products cannot compete with God. Okay, no. like the humidity, the wind, yeah. everything. Just stay inside until you absolutely have to go outside mm-hmm. to start. Um, photographs or uh, I would also I mean I don't do weddings anymore but I I also want to um, add my little two cents of if you're getting married outside wear your hair up yeah you know what I mean? It, it's it's going to fall. It really is. By the time your reception happens, it's, mm-hmm. those pretty curls aren't going to be there anymore. No. Anyway, so this this girl, I know, like no kid, she wants no kid. Oh. <laughs> she she wanted her hair up and then she didn't like it. She wanted to have up. She didn't like it. She wanted it all down and then she wanted it back up again. And I was like, honey, you are not the bride. She should have paid for four styles. I know, but I was like a baby stylist. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, Nesta, whatever you want. <laughs> yes, but my favorite part was I was doing her lashes <laughs> And she hated them at the end of it uh, and made me take them all off. And they were, like, individual. And I'm like, I can't face. do that. And she's like, and I'm not paying for them. I'm like, yes, you are. Oh, I yeah. did all of that work. And just because you didn't like it. I didn't have a problem with a single person that day. And neither did Emily. It was, no, it was that me. one was saved for oh, you. My, but it's every time. Well, so the last one we went to, um, you asked if I could help you. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I'm really good with, like, really quick if my hands are quick, it looks great. If I'm taking my time at it, it's going to look horrible. And so this one girl wanted her hair up, and I was doing a technique I've never done before. And Kristen's just looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm gonna... like Edward Scissorhands <laughs> over there. Yeah. And she's just looking at me like, oh, no, I'm going to have to fix that. I know Was it, it the groom's mom? I don't know. I had the bride's mom. I think you were doing the groom's mom, and her hair was up. I don't know. But it was the thing of like, I, I don't know. I don't do ponytails. The high ones are hard. They are. So I did like a ponytail with them and within a ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I could just feel Kristen being like, what are you doing over there, Megan? Because that don't look good. Yeah, but or, you looked at me and I was like, yeah, great. Or <laughs> my great. favorite. I feel like I have to get finished before you. Why? Because all the other all the other bridesmaids are looking at you like, well, which one's going to look good? Because I'm going to save myself oh, for okay. the stylist that, that does the best. That is the thing. When there's two stylists... You see the eyes in the room, and they're watching both yeah. styles, and they're like, which chair am I going to try mm-hmm. to sit in? Because if the one that you don't want becomes available first, they will run into another room. Uh, oh, and- <laughs> I, I got it. I have a BM. I'll be I back. Got, <laughs> I got something to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so you'll quickly know if you're not going to do here because... Yeah, suddenly people will scatter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I don't feel like that happened no, that day. But it did not happen that I day. was like, I had big shoes to fill because Kristen oh, is stop. so good. You are. It, it no. just comes natural to you, and it's really no. cool. So if you have a wedding, not yeah. this year because you're fully booked. I am this year. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But people are already starting to book for January, March, wow. April of next year, so that's cool. Okay, so what, if I'm a bride, mm-hmm. what should I do? How do I get in contact with you? So the best thing is to go to my Instagram, and I have a link tree set up in my bio, and it has a form that says, book me for your wedding, and it's going to take you to a completely separate page. It's going to list all, like, literally every detail, because it's the, the contract that you'll fill out if you want to book me. Mm-hmm. But at the very, very top of it, all of the pricing is in there. Um and I, I have everything listed out on there, which is nice. And then you just message me and say, are you available on this date? I say yes or no. And then you can go fill out the form and submit it. Okay. Do you suggest doing a trial before or are you just kind of wing it? That's mandatory for me. Mandatory. Mm-hmm. We love those. Yeah. Listen, if it's mandatory, you, you know she knows what she's doing. So. so it comes with the deposit that you pay anyway. Mm-hmm. Because most of my brides I don't know. They're not my clients. Mm-hmm. They're I mean, a couple have been my clients, but... They're other people's clients, or they're just yeah. people that found me on Instagram. And I want to meet you before the big day. I don't want to walk in and us be like, hi, how are you? But I don't mm-hmm. know. Just I want to meet you. I want you to feel my vibe. I want to get your vibe. Talk about the details of the wedding. Um, and I want you to see what your hair is going to look like on the day of. That way, on the day of, you can give me any feedback of things you want me to change. Right. So That's beatable. It just feels more cohesive. Cohesive. And... Kinsey now is doing um, makeup. makeup. Yeah. So we have like a whole freaking wedding team I know. here. I've been we, telling all my brides to um, check with her. Yeah. See if she's available. It's a one stop so shop. I know. She's so good. Yeah. I feel like I need to get her to like teach me like a different way to do my makeup. Like I yeah. feel like I've been doing it's it the same way. <laughs> I, what are you talking about? I'm 18 at heart. Okay. <laughs> I'm still spry. Uh, no, I, everything's <laughs> got to change now that we're in our mid 30s. Listen, I told Kristen that I think I broke the top of my foot today. I don't wear tennis shoes okay. unless I'm, like, working out. I'm wearing tennis shoes today. Megan, I pulled my right shoulder blade muscle the other day from sneezing. <laughs> sneezing. That was ew. an issue. But 30 is still young. Th- oh, ew, mid-30s. That means, like, I've got six more years, so I'm 40. We're, like, heading over the slope and on the downward slope of No, 30. there is no downward. It's I'm just all, kidding. It's I, uphill. I, I love my 30s. I actually, I do too. Yeah, it's my favorite point in my life so far. We're 30, flirty with my husband, and thriving. I'm 30, flirty with my future husband. I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I'm thriving, okay? You are thriving. (laughs) I love you so much. Okay. Um, So, what are your goals for the next five years? Where do you see yourself? Um, So, I don't have like specific ones but I do have certain ideas I do want to kind of dabble into education a little bit more I kind of education I don't know yet I really probably in the bridal world um I feel like a lot of things are very saturated right now in the education world yeah um not that you can't do that or become successful in it but I the bridal world gets neglected a lot I would have to agree yeah so maybe that avenue or um, working for a product brand, possibly virtue, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to do things outside of being behind the chair. Yeah. Um, just so that you don't get burnt out because in reality we do. Well, we and I think, oh my gosh, yes we do. Um, and I feel like doing something for yourself, yeah. you know, not that owning your own business isn't something for yourself, but mm-hmm. always setting new goals and like going towards something is always going to, you're yeah. going to continue to grow that way. Mm-hmm. And to me, at least that helps me not burn out is continuing learning and meeting new people. Yeah. You know, I feel like our industry is full of such talented hairstylists. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and like reaching out. I love Instagram for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, because it's almost like your friends already without yeah. even meeting them. Mm-hmm. You know. I feel like most of us hairstylists know each other by our Instagram handle, yes. and so, so I'll say someone's name and they'll be like, "Who?" And I'm like, you know, hair by blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had our erosion class the other week. And one of the girls was like, well, what's your next class? And I was like, well, Carla. Carla's going to be here. She's like, who? And I was like, you know, KL Artistry. Or, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't, oh. Yeah, for yeah. real. She's like, oh, yeah, I know her. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really funny. Yeah. So we um, do kind of meet each other online first. We do. And then when we happen to run into each other at the same class or something, we're like, oh, my gosh, hey, I kind of sort of know you. Yeah, we do. We know each other because, yeah. you know, we put all of our stuff on Instagram. So. For the most part, our highlight reel. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, today in our back room, we were talking about the pricing of just education classes, yeah. and how you said education is so saturated right now. And mm-hmm. and I do feel like there's a lot of free education through Instagram and YouTube. And I'm definitely not saying like don't do those, yeah. but I do feel like um, I started to see my techniques and my you know services really like thriving when I started investing in education Um, and I feel like stuff that you see on on those avenues they don't really tell you everything that they're doing no, I feel like they purposefully skip over things they do because they're not going to share all all their secrets so I feel like yeah like investing in yourself to take a class however I do feel like again with the oversaturation um, what makes you an educator? Because I feel like right. in this day and age, you can just be like, you know what? I want to do an education on, I don't know, something. Mm-hmm. And now you're an educator. Yeah. Because you called yourself one. Yeah. Which honestly, part of me is like, yeah, go do that. Mm-hmm. But also don't charge $700. I was going to say, that's totally fine. However, yeah. don't charge me just short of $1,000. No. Listen, I, I, I did my first little haircut class like a year ago. I think mm-hmm. I charged 50 bucks for it. Yeah. Um, Because I've never done a class mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And yeah, so that's how that went. And it went really good. I think all mm-hmm. the seats were filled. And yeah. um, that was my first time ever kind of dabbling in that. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. But there, I, I don't know, today my jaw dropped on the ground because... Just the pricing. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's, whose class it was, but I was like, holy crap, $900 for yeah. a look and learn. Yeah. And I'm all for investing in yeah. a class. Um, I think this year I spent around two grand on continuing education, mm-hmm. and um, which one of my classes was with um, Lala Updus. <laughs> and that goes down as like one of my favorite things ever um, because I've been following her forever. Mm-hmm. But I went to her studio, and it's somewhere around Tampa. And I got to work one-on-one with her all day long. And that and was worth it. That was so cool. And let me tell you, she is scary in the <laughs> best way possible. And <laughs> I was like, yes, ma'am. Her, I'll do whatever you say. Her RBF was worth it. Um, she's just, she means business. And But that was great because she wasn't just giving me fluff talk like, yeah, you're doing so great. That's so good. She was like, no, that was great. However, you can do it better. Do it again. And oh, I, was, I love people like that. I was like, yes, ma'am. I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> so investing is something that's very important to me, mm-hmm. too. And there is something different about being in the class. That was a different experience because it was one-on-one. Yeah. But say the Jay Edwards class. Oh, I love yes, me some Jay Edwards. Yeah. This is the second time we're talking about him. <laughs> but um, I saw him in New York. That was probably one of my first so classes jealous. that I've ever invested in. There was three educators at the time, including him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I learned so much from that class. And then we yeah. saw him again last year. Yeah. 
And his cost, how much did we say his cost was? It was like 325? 350. 350. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that was a perfect. He did two models. Uh-huh. We were there literally all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he scatters, you're not just watching him, he scatters it with his favorite formulas and business. And when he talks business, I listen. Oh, I, me too. I want everyone to shut up yeah. because I'm listening uh-huh. because he knows what he's talking about. He does. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would say take that time to ask them anything and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you're paying money and yes, a look and learn is great, but realistically, if you're not like getting involved and and asking those questions, you're not getting your money from it. No. If you're if you're just being quiet and yeah. just looking, like because we can watch him do those techniques yeah. on his YouTube or his mm-hmm. Instagram, but you actually are there and you can ask him stuff. Ask yeah, and they ask love it. Questions. I love it when the couple of classes I've taught. I love when people ask questions because mm-hmm. it just breaks the ice. It helps me know what you're wanting to learn. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are there any other classes that you're wanting to take to end your year? I'm really, really sad that I have to miss the Hair by Danny and that Hair Magic. Uh, And I believe it's, what is it, Color by Maddie or something like that. Very sorry if I'm getting that wrong. But um, they are doing a class called the Social Meetup. Mm. And that one, I feel like they're touching on points that this industry is lacking in. I feel like a lot of our classes we go to, they'll say um, this technique and that technique and business. But yet you get there and it's all about the techniques and all about the color and you might get a little 15 minutes of snippet of business. Yeah. And I feel like when we are booth renting and we're sweet renters and things like that, the business side is so important it's to us. It's so big. And, but they're doing um, business, social media, content, um, photography, photography. <laughs> Just that. I feel like we need new poses. We, <laughs> I feel like everybody. Stand on their head. I, I know. know. Like, yes, it's. It's a lot. I feel like it is. as a hairstylist, you have to be a photographer, mm-hmm. an artist, a hairstylist, you do. a content creator. <laughs> and there's so much in photography that I don't even understand. <laughs> Listen, I thank God my husband's techie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to TJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> because uh, he helped me buy my camera. I don't know. What, what camera do I have, TJ? The you Sony AR57. Do I really? No, I don't know. I just don't <laughs> I, but so, I have so many people asking me that. And I'm like, I don't know. Ask at TJTM because he knows. That's his Instagram. Go follow him. Plug. Um, but he's just super techy and helps me with everything. And but so it's like literally not just the camera. It's the exposure. I know. But listen, and, he will be like, in my notes right now, I have like, do not go over 800, Megan. It needs to be under 1,200 for this one. And um, why are you, like, no. Okay, well, then why is he not teaching a photography class? Terrence. Ooh, I just called you by your real name. Terrence. <laughs> Too far. Maybe. Can you come teach photography? Okay, cool. Because we all, we're like, exposure? Yeah, let's move this up. Oh, that looks terrible. Let's move it back down. <laughs> well, that's literally what I do. And then like, ah, TJ will fix it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But back back to the, what we were saying was, yeah, uh-huh. they are doing that class. And I think that is something very, very needed in our industry because classes yeah. aren't teaching that. No. At all. Well, and I feel like, too, if you've been doing hair for a hot minute, I feel like all the placements are pretty much the same. Yeah. Everything's on a diagonal, mm-hmm. double mohawk, tease it <laughs> once, tease it twice, slap some liner on it, call it a day. No. Melt tone. Melt it. Yeah. They're mm. all the same things, which I, I love. We've, yeah. We've taken all the classes. I want something new. Yeah. 
that doesn't, I feel like I've mastered the color. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel very confident in my haircuts. I want behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, and I feel whenever I take classes that touch base on that, mm-hmm. my like, I don't know, passion is mm-hmm. like overflowing. Yeah. And I feel like refreshed and ready. Let's try new things. I heard someone the other day say that if your business isn't continuing to evolve and grow and change, then you're going to say the same. Mm-hmm. So like at Colby and I, when we're 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 still changing stuff over at the company location, all the time because we just something's working, something's not working. Yeah. It's kind of just figuring out as you go, and you know what works and what doesn't work. So yeah. I feel like if you're always staying the same, mm-hmm. yes, it might work for a season, but eventually it's not going to anymore, and you got to continue to change it. Yeah, well, Plus, times change, and yeah, the economy changes, and you might have to go different strategies or mm-hmm. just market differently and things like that. Right. Where do you find your inspiration? Hmm. That's a good one. Honestly, when I am feeling burnout or I'm in a rut, I, I do want to go to a class. Because yeah. I feel like when I leave a class, I feel like my spark was lit again. But yeah. also, I don't remember where I heard this from, but I always heard that if you are the best person or the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong spot and because you are not going to be inspired mm-hmm. you're the one being looked at yeah. um so i genuinely just walking on our floor i don't feel like i'm better than anybody anyone no. else is better than anybody mm-hmm. but everyone is so good on their own mm-hmm. that i just pull from all of them yeah and it's all different things too right but um so, yeah, I think your work environment should inspire you. And if it's not, find a then, place. yeah. No, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when you're when you're not inspired, I don't feel like you're going to do the best hair that you possibly no. can. Mm-mm. You know, and when you're around other people that are going to push you and, I don't know, I, I feel like the salons that intimidate you are the salons you should be in, in a yeah. good way. Yeah. Not like, I mean, if they're, if they're going to be mean, don't be there. Yeah. Um, but like Kristen knows, don't believe everything you hear about mean people. <laughs> Um, I like your dress. I do like your dress. (laughs) Anyways, um, we're coming to an end. How long has it been? Have we been doing good? Okay. Okay. (laughs) I feel like TJ, we need to have a camera on TJ so that people can see. Like, just randomly zoom over. Yeah. Can we do that next time? Look of disappointments with us. (laughs) He loves it. Look at us. Him a little blush over there. Um. Okay. So, oh, I asked my Instagram. I'm sure probably. Only, like, two people did it because it was, like, what, 40 minutes ago? Also, I will say, if you see people posting on there, like, (laughs) anyways, if you see people post on there for questions and things like that, interact. Yeah, interact with us. I feel like people don't interact anymore. Even the little double tap for a like. Yeah. It's not, there's no interaction. People are just in scroll, they're scroll zombies. No. Okay. So I posted 32 minutes ago and 70 people have seen my story thus far mm-hmm. and one person. Well, shout out to you, one person. Faith. Faith. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Faith. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate her question, question. Her question is, what is the best shampoo and conditioner to use if you have well water? Ooh. Oh. Definitely a clarifying one. Yeah. I like Maxi Wash from mm-hmm. good old Kevin Murphy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, do you have any from Virtue? Maxi Wash is a good one um, from Kevin Murphy. But yes, um, the clarifying shampoo from Virtue is amazing yeah. as well. Also, um, Olaplex has a clarifying shampoo too. They do. 
I don't like that face. Can you expand upon that? I feel that? like I actually don't notice. It feels the same to me as the normal like, shampoo. I feel like the hair is like squeaky clean really? after that one. Yeah. Huh. Maybe you're not using it properly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Send me a course of all the I'm just not a fan. That's okay. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Olaplex. Because I also don't want the clarifying to strip their hair either. Yeah. But just know if you have well water, um, it's rough. It's rough <laughs> on your color. It's rough it's on everything. So No, but you have, you tell your clients to do what? Get a filter. Yeah. Do you want to plug your filter right now? Um, I mean, on my Instagram, I do have a filter that I love. It's called the Jolie filter. Um... And can, I have it on my shower Can you shower spell head. that for us so we buy it on Amazon? I will no longer tell you. <laughs> no. You're going to buy it from Jolie's website. It's J-O-L-I-E. Um, and it's awesome because you buy the filter and then every three months they'll send you a cartridge. Because that's mm-hmm. you have to buy an extra cartridge to keep under the sink because yeah. you'll run out and be like, oh, I needed a new one. And then two months later you still don't have a new one. Right. So here's... Here's a tell if you have hard water. If your bathroom or your shower has orange stains or pink, or pink my bathroom does. Right, TJ? Um, yeah. So, yeah, you need to use a clarifying shampoo. And yeah. not only that, if it's getting in your hair, it's getting on your skin, too. Yeah. Also, look up at your shower head. If there's green Ew. calcification pieces, <laughs> It's not not good. Oh no! It's not good for skin either. No. So Faith clarifying shampoo, maxi wash. We also have it in little mini sizes too. So if you're out and about on the go, yep. you can bring that with you. Um, and you use a clarifying shampoo. Um, honestly, I do that first and then shampoo with another shampoo too because I feel like it can really, I don't know, I don't want to say suck the moisture out of it, but it's there to it to strip does. any mm-hmm. of the metals or minerals on your hair. Yeah. And get a filter in a shower. Yeah, so make sure you're using a really good conditioner along with that as well. Yep. Um, yeah, so, Kristen, thanks for being on my podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I feel like we had such a, I had a grand time. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. There are many times when I couldn't look at you because I feel like <laughs> I was just going to, like, laugh. Me and Megan can't go to many things, especially if it requires us to be serious. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we have to tell a funny story. We have to tell the Erojo story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Megan, we are all lined up. Okay, this is Nick Orojo, okay. Orojo. If you don't know who he is, you need to Google him right now. And also, shame on just, you for not just knowing Google him. TLC's "What Not to Wear." Yes, what not to wear? Me and Megan grew up watching him. He was our little hair idol. Um, he inspired us. Everything. Okay. I feel like I have like a hair in my face, and it's. Are you okay? I'm good. Okay. Yes. So. We go to his class. We're so excited. I never in a million years thought that I would meet Nick Arojo in real life. Stop lying at me. <laughs> um, so I almost made his name sound French. I know you did. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> okay. So we are at his class. He is right in front of us. We can smell his cologne. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's that close. And he has an accent, so we're just like swooning. Yes. London or England, wherever he's from. But... It works. And so <laughs> we're standing there. And me and Megan arrived at that class with blazers on. We were so professional looking. Like, we just looked like we were there for business. And, and apparently so I had my RBF on that one, too. She got many looks that day. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why. Don't, you're like, hi. I don't. I smiled. <laughs> I talked to them. But they, like, looked me up and down. And you, you were like, oh, my gosh, Megan. Yeah, it was weird. 
It was, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, so we had our blazers on. We meant business. We were like, we're just going to show up and show out. Okay. So at the very end, we did. And we did. We did great haircuts that day. We did. I only cut myself once. I was the first one to cut myself. <laughs> and I, here I am. I'm like, I, I can use my eyes shut. I need a Band-Aid. <laughs> uh, so we're all lined up at the end. And he's going over just everything in the class, summarizing everything. And he goes, I, I don't even know. What questions do you have for me? <laughs> that was a spot on. I felt kind of Australian when I did that. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, but he said, what questions do you have for me? And blah, blah. And so Megan immediately, I see her because she's next to me. She's in my peripheral vision. And she, like, straightens her shoulders like she's just ready to give the best questions ever. It's confidence. Okay. Yes. And she was like, how can I get you in my salon for education? Okay. I'm cringing so bad right now. But I'm, and I'm sitting there like, yes, that's my like, bestie. But I was asking so many other questions before I was yes. asking that. Like, yeah. I, I'm telling you when I'm at a class and I've got all these she things. She was firing them off. I was that was good. Yeah. They were, it was because I was like, that is my bestie. She's asking great questions. Everyone else is quiet as a church mouse. And Megan's just like, bam, bam, bam. So then she goes, how can I get you and my salon <laughs> to do education? And he's just like, oh, yeah, okay. So blah, blah. And he's explaining everything. And I knew what she did the second that it happened, okay? And she meant to say, yeah, <laughs> and right. But she blurred it. She blended them. And so with her same confidence of her holding her blazer and her shoulders back, she, he's talking, he's like, so blah, blah. And she goes, rah. <laughs> It was the the volume, the pitch, everything that came along with it. It was so the, confident. My God. <laughs> okay. Well, so meanwhile, he's still talking. I'm laughing so hard, but I'm trying to hide it. So my shoulders Listen, are coming off of my body. And you know when you, like, I walked into the room. We all had a standard line. And I was like, I better not stand by Kristen because she's going to make me laugh. <laughs> and I will not be able to hold it in. And I should have went with my gut on that one. Because this joker, I say, rah, <laughs> okay? And all I see her in my peripheral, my peripheral vision is her shoulders <laughs> bouncing up and down. And I, like, I literally turned the other way because I, do you know how hard it is to I hold in a laptop? And yes, he's still, I was doing it. he's still making eye contact with me. And you could tell in his face, he's like, girl, you about to lose it. He had a smirk on his face. Yeah. He 100% knew what was going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Because I... I'm looking like an idiot. I'm smiling like a fool, and my shoulders are just bouncing. <laughs> it was so bad. And But honestly, I feel like this is why I, I am not a prideful person whatsoever, because I feel like God will just be like, see, Megan, this is why you can't have nice things, baby, because <laughs> he's like, dick, dick. boop, let, let me pull that rug. He does, <laughs> which I'm so thankful for. I don't ever want to be a prideful person. No. However, like in that moment, just <laughs> raw. <laughs> raw. Oh, my gosh. So bad. So now anytime. Well, what did I say this past time? Because he just came to the salon. You guys, I can't talk in front of him. Okay. He, goes, he goes, I'm so excited to, uh, why don't I I don't know. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Um, no, he goes, oh, I'm so excited. We're going to do our cutting part together. And it's going to be so great. And blah, blah. And he goes, it's going to be a grand old time. Like that. I don't know. I swear you're from Little House of the Prairie. I did. Like, and I said it. I'm like, yeah, it's it's gonna be a grand time. And I turned around. I'm like, oh my. God. <laughs> she, 
It was immediate. <laughs> like, I wish I could just, like, take my words and put them back into my mouth. <laughs> Who says that? It was great. Jesus. These are becoming my favorite It's great. It's so, so when good. in doubt, just say raw. <laughs> I can't. Anyways, well, that concludes our podcast for tonight. Um, with no edits in it because I mean we're oh, real. Yeah, what was to say? We're real human beings. Um, thanks again for coming to yeah. my podcast. TJ wanted me to tell you something about Spotify. My first episode was only on Spotify. For some reason, it didn't go to Apple. It's just called Apple. The Apple Podcast. It didn't go to that one. So hopefully, this one will go to it, and you can. Listen, you can watch too because we're going to be on YouTube. Um, and Chris and I are so animated, so hopefully, you, <laughs> you watch and laugh with us. Yeah. Um, but one thing I would like to say from this podcast, all right, that I have learned mm-hmm. is we don't judge people without knowing people, mm-hmm. right? Um, and don't be overconfident because you might just say <laughs> the wrong thing. Right. And laugh at yourself always. So it's good to laugh at yourself. Though. Oh my gosh, we do that all the time. And when you don't laugh at yourself, I laugh at you. So. And thank you. It's with you. It's with me. It's out of love. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming to my Meg Talk. Bye.